Hello and welcome to another episode of the VCDX podcast, a podcast focused on the VCDX certification with news, updates, advice, and special guests. If you find this podcast interesting, please be sure to subscribe and tell others about it on social media. My name is Simon Long, VCDX number 105, and in this episode, my special guest talks about the skills that they gained throughout their VCDX journey and how it's helped their career, even in a job that isn't using VMware technologies. Here's a taste of what's coming up. So the VCDX allowed me to bring the, all my skills together as an infrastructure person and, and, and a VMware uh, expert, and then combine that with, with soft skills. It sounds like the, the skills that you gain with the VCDX program really definitely has translated into all other aspects of your, your role, even though it's not VMware focused. It just doesn't help you on VMware technologies or at VMware or working for VMware. It helps you in every single aspect of, of the work that you do. Moving into the news and updates section, we've got a couple of dates for your diaries. We have an online VCDX workshop on Friday, April the 24th. I'll make sure I put the registration link in the show notes. And for those of you who are new to the VCDX program and you're not familiar with what the VCDX workshop is, I'd recommend you listen to episode two where we talk about what the workshops are and how they can be useful to you. Another date for you if you're planning on defending in June, applications will start being accepted from Thursday, April the 30th. And for those of you who are planning on defending in June, I'd highly recommend to get your application in earlier. Don't leave it to the last minute like I did and then find out that actually I'm missing a document that needed to be done and nearly missed the deadline. So give yourself plenty of time, get your application in way before the deadline. And for those of you who are meant to have been defending in March, obviously in the strange times that we're having right now, it's disappointing that you weren't able to defend. I would recommend to you don't just sit back and relax and put your feet up. Don't necessarily go through your design, make too many changes to it, but just make sure that you're well on top of it. Go through some mock drafts, keep sharp and be prepared, ready for when we're able to, uh, to defend in the next round. So that's all for the news updates in this week's episode. You're listening to the VCDEX podcast. Moving on to our guest interview. Who is this episode's special guest? Give me your name and your number. Faisal Hassan, VCDX number 254. Welcome, Faisal. Um, and what VCDX certifications tracks do you have and, and when did you pass the VCDX? Thanks for having me, uh, Simon. I am a uh, VCDX in uh, network virtualization, so that's the VCDX NV. I did my VCDX in uh, May 2017. Okay. That, really, 2017. Wow, it feels a lot like a lot closer than that. It doesn't feel all that long ago, but I, I guess yeah. as with everything, time is flying by. So, just tell us, Faisal, before we go into the main part of the uh, the episode, what is your current role and what do you do in that role? Uh, Simon, I'm currently working as a principal product manager for Oracle. I'm part of uh, the Oracle Cloud Infrastructure product team, so primarily working on for engineering. And uh, one of my responsibilities is to look after the Middle East and Africa region and uh, making sure, you know, working on finding the right product market fit and uh, spreading the OCI in uh, Middle East and Africa and uh, the broader markets. Cool. So what sort of things are you working on, like, uh, during the, on a daily basis, if you can talk about them, of course? Absolutely. So basically... Uh, we're 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 uh, the outbound arm of product management, so we play a dual role, where we are uh, the customer advocates inside at uh, OCI, 
while being the face of uh, of engineering and uh, Orchid Cloud infrastructure uh, outside uh, as well. So what it involved, I'll, I'll cite an example. Quite recently, I was uh, in my team was involved in uh, the deployment and uh, the the rollout of our uh, public cloud region in, in Saudi Arabia. So uh, making sure that you know uh, the market is ready for it, looking after you know helping the, the broader team in, in where the region is going to land. Getting capacity requirements, looking at uh, at uh, sales pipelines, making sure that what services have to land on day one, and and the service graduate service uh, rollout for the customers as well, just to make sure that our customers get exactly what they're looking for in terms of their migration, their deployments, and their implementations on uh, our cloud infrastructure. Cool, very cool. Well, the main reason that I'm happy you could join me on this episode of the VCX podcast is to talk about the skills that you gained during the, the VCDX process and how they helped you in the role that you just told us at Oracle, which which I believe is not a primary uh, VMware-focused role. So did you find that any of the skills sort of transferred over that you gained from the VCDX to the, the current role? Yeah, this is this is an, an important uh, topic. So basically, I've, I've been an infrastructure person all my life, working uh, on, on different roles uh, ranging from Cisco to NEC, working on different technologies, different customers. And, uh, you know, to start with, VMware was was the natural transition in my journey. So getting into the virtualization world and then, uh, of course, uh, make sure that get get the VCDX. So the VCDX allowed me to bring the, all my skills together as an infrastructure person and, and, and a VMware uh, expert and then combine that with, with soft skills. Now, having said that, what it does also do is it it gets you ready for for field time it gets you ready to deliver solutions and architectures to customers who are not just vmware so as as i mentioned in my intro i'm working for oracle so i left vmware and, and went to oracle which was a completely non vmware world so i had to make sure that i used all the skills that i i had uh, gained during my vcdx journey from from preparing architectures, from making sure that my timelines are right, from defining design decisions, to defending everything in front of of the panel, which is which is a big thing. So all of that, I use everything that I gained on a daily basis. So every customer interaction, every interaction explaining our products and our design decisions and design service methodologies to internal and external stakeholders is just like another design defense. So that's that's the way I put it. So just basically as like another design defense, but just using different technologies that were ever in front of you, right? Absolutely. Just just to add to that, basically things things work in a different uh, different manner in the in the cloud world. Like like we say uh, every day, some cloud providers had uh, the first movers advantage, others uh, have had the second movers advantage. But it's all about you know what services you have around network, compute, storage, and other value-add services, whether it's the IaaS, PaaS, or SaaS portfolio. Now, customers are, at the end of the day, looking for infrastructure solutions. Customers are looking to host their applications and workloads on the cloud. So they're still looking for, for you know, the compute, storage, and networking, and run their applications on top of that. So what the talking about the skills that we gain, usually what we have to explain to the customers is that it's not uh, a single service that might serve your purpose. Sometimes you have to combine them, and then you know may use all the design methodologies around you know the availability and performance and manageability, whatever we talk about during the VCDX, and making sure that the the solution is right for the customer. 
That's an interesting point. I mean, you mentioned there that it's not always necessarily one service that suits like, that covers everything. Have you do you ever see a time where people are actually using multiple different cloud service providers like Oracle and maybe AWS or Azure for the, for their platforms, or do you typically see that they'll just stick to a single platform and and make do with what they have available there? Well, Simon, great question. Multi-cloud is a reality. Customers customers will definitely use multiple clouds. Customers will have on-prem deployments like VMware and then want to uh, be able to you know, scale that out into the cloud. Customers may ha- already have deployments on AWS or, or Azure, and they might want to host uh, things with, uh, with Oracle as well. We see that on a, on a daily basis. And talking about some of the things that we at Oracle have also done is, you know, signing partnerships like uh, with with Microsoft Azure and with with VMware to make sure that, you know, we give the best of both worlds to customers. Having said that, if they have any other cloud providers, absolutely. We it's 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 all about giving the customers what they want at the end of the day and making sure that they are able to uh, run their business the way they want. Yeah, to. Definitely. So at the end of the day, it is about finding out exactly what the customers need and want from their businesses. Right. And that's one of the skills that we really hammer home as part of the VCDX program is talking to the customer, finding out what their business needs are, converting them into technical requirements, and then making design based on that. So it sounds like the, the skills that you gain with the VCDX program really definitely has translated into all other aspects of your, your role, even though it's not VMware focus. And it's quite funny. I often talk about this to other friends and colleagues and you can sort of use it in all walks of life even if you just think about okay well I want to buy a new car for example and you kind of think to yourself okay what do I want from that car okay I need big space for storage in the back I need power steering or like for me I like to go skiing so maybe I want something that will work well in the snow for example and this is kind of like even though you're only doing it to yourself or you're just talking to your wife or your spouse you're asking that you're kind of gathering those requirements from yourself as a what do you want as and then you're kind of building out the technical requirement as to what car you want so even though it, a lot of the time it's not necessarily a, a cloud um, solution or a you know a, an infrastructure that you're trying to design you can use those skills just in day-to-day life really i find no absolutely i i totally agree whether whether it's uh, it's designing uh, infrastructure solutions, whether it's uh, teaching your kids to just ba- basically work on grade five uh, coding exercises, you you use these technologies, you, you, these methodologies every single day. Absolutely. Yeah, and I yeah. think I think because you as part of the program, you use it, you it's so focused on you. It really starts to stay on your mind because I think sometimes we do it. So for my for my experience, before I did the VCDX, I used to do a lot of that, but almost unconsciously. I kind of knew that I needed to ask questions to get answers to be able to make decisions, but I didn't really do it as a process. There wasn't something I necessarily followed to the um, kind of end to end. But by doing the VCDX and now being a panelist, I kind of have that process, and I it's something that I kind of consciously now go through for many different things when I'm making decisions, which is which is something I found has been very beneficial to me. Absolutely. And and, and same with me, uh, Simon. I mean, going through the whole uh, VCDX process and then uh, quite recently starting as, as a panelist as well, you start looking at things in a different way. You start looking at things in totality. You want to make sure that every single aspect of the scenario that you're looking at, you make sure that you cover your basis you make sure you look at not just the depth, but the breadth of things as well, because at the end of the day, everything has to fall in place. Everything has to work together. 
You need to make sure that service A, when you plug it into service B, they're working together. And at the end of the day, the customer is uh, getting exactly what, what they're looking for and what they want. So yeah, absolutely. That's, uh, that's definitely the skills that, and, and the benefit of the VCDX that we get. Yeah, no, it's a really good point you made there. Yeah. So, so just going to some of our uh, usual questions, what, what did you find the most enjoyable part of the VCDX certification process and uh, which part did you least enjoy? Well, I'll, I'll answer that, that, that question maybe in, in three parts, if you allow me. The, the first one would be, uh, what did I most enjoy? Well, I most enjoyed working long days and nights and, and the long calls that I had with my uh, study group. So uh, thank you and hats off to, uh, to Niran and Augustine because they're, the VCDX community would know who I'm talking about. They were, they were a joy to work with. But at the same time, working on those long nights and everything. But the other thing was that, you know, I also worked on a number of uh, mock defenses that you do. So, so working with people, not just from VMware, from the industry, getting questions, getting ideas from people from all different backgrounds. That was definitely one of the most enjoyable things. Now, the next part of, of the VCDX is not during my journey. You know, we've been talking about, uh, you know, me having experience outside of VMware and, and that VCDX is not about the VMware technologies. Now, the funny thing is I left VMware, joined Oracle and, you know, started on something that was completely non-VMware. Uh, but having said that, you know, you get away from VMware, but you can't stay away from VMware. So now, <laughs> coincidentally, <laughs> coincidentally we, uh, we at Oracle are now working and I have been able to use my VMware as well as my VCDX skills to, to contribute to uh, something that's, that's called the Oracle Cloud VMware solution, which will, uh, which will come out and start giving customers the ability to run their VMware workloads on OCI. So, you know, okay. you, you, can, you can get the, get the fish out of VMware, but you can't keep them away for long. So, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's one of the interesting parts. Now, least enjoyable, well, least enjoyable thing was uh, what, what somebody called it, uh, the post-defense uh, anxiety, or was, was that uh, post-defense anxiety disorder, as it was called for me. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I flew from Melbourne, Australia to uh, Broomfield to, to do my defense, and the flight back was the least enjoyable thing. So I had to fly back. It was like, it took me 30 hours to get home, and then another three days to get my result and I did not see my result myself I threw my phone at my wife please open the email and tell me what's what happened so yeah that was the least enjoyable thing wow that, that's a long flight to be sitting there thinking about the, <laughs> the defense over and over and, and and typically what we do as people are been candidates before is that you you only really remember the the bad the things that maybe didn't go as well as you'd like and you kind of build that up in your mind and you start to worry about it what should I have done you don't necessarily think about the things that you just covered off nice and easy wasn't a problem. So yeah, I can imagine you were sitting there for a long period of time thinking about all the things that you maybe could have done better. And okay, well, so, so and knowing what you know now, if you could go back in time, back to when you were preparing for VCDX, what piece of advice would you give yourself now? Well, my my advice to myself and uh, would would be that you know just just make sure you take your time. I. I joined VMware and I did my VCDX within, about, I think, eight or nine months after joining VMware. So I think if I was to do it again, I would tell myself, take your time, just keep an eye on the prize, just just make sure you 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 work on everything in in the correct detail. 
there are going to be iterations. You will have to, to look at every single thing multiple times, but make sure you give proper thought through everything. Make sure you look at every single aspect of the architecture and the product alignment to make sure that, that you do the right thing. And then every single iteration and every next version is going to be easy. And then, uh, you know, if there's any, any uh, blocker that, that you face, that you think something is blocking you during your design, don't get hung up on it. Keep moving on. Ask for help wherever you need it. The VCDX community is, is amazing at helping. There are multiple people who will be out there to, to mentor you. So, so look out for help as well. And, and uh, for the people out there who are, who are aspiring VCDXs, guys, there's no shortcut to this. This is a premier certification. This is something special. Make sure you give it the proper time. Make sure you give it the right respect that it deserves. There is no secret. There's just focus, hard work, and commitment. And, and as we've been discussing uh, so far, it just doesn't help you on VMware technologies or at VMware or working for VMware. It helps you in every single aspect of, of the work that you do. That's fantastic, Faisal. I don't think I could ever say that better in my life. That was very nicely done. <laughs> I, think I, I, gained, I gained some soft skills during my VCDX and after as well. <laughs> you did. You certainly did. Faisal, so how can people find you and follow you on the internet if, if you want them to, that is, of course? No, please find me. Please, please reach out to me. Being a panelist, I may not be able to help you in, in a lot of ways, but I can certainly guide you in your VCDX journey. If you need anything with regards to VMware or Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, please reach out to me on LinkedIn or Twitter, Faisal Hassan 80 so F-A-I-S-A-L-H-A-S-A-N-8-0. That's my Twitter handle, and you can please feel free to reach out to me, message me, connect with me, and uh, yeah, as I said, VMware, OCI, or general stuff in, in life, I'm always there. Perfect. I will put the uh, links to your Twitter and LinkedIn accounts in the show notes. Faisal, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on. Really appreciate you taking the time because I know it's late there on a Friday evening. So you can enjoy the rest of your evening. Um, pleasure. And hopefully I can get to have you on again in the future at some point. Absolutely. I'd love to be uh, on this again with you, Simon. Thank you so much for the opportunity. This was uh, really amazing. On to the common mistakes section. In this section, I will share common mistakes that the VCDX panelists see during their defenses with the hope that you, as the listener, will learn from the mistakes of others. In this episode, I want to talk to you about templates, document templates. Now, there's absolutely nothing wrong in using document templates when you're creating your VCDX documentation. It saves you a lot of time if you can use pre-created templates because creating that documentation is no small task. However, my recommendation here is to always make sure that you customize the template to the design that you are submitting. Many, many times have we seen templated documentation that contains features and functions of a design that I don't even use as part of the design. They've just not been removed from the template. In some cases, we've also seen text that is highlighted in yellow which the architect is meant to actually either customize or remove from the document, still actually in the documentation that they have submitted for their defense. So if you're submitting a design that doesn't use NSX, for example, make sure your documentation doesn't have anything NSX related into it. Or if you're submitting a horizon design 
and there's a ThinApp section as part of the templated documentation. If you're not using ThinApps, be sure to remove that from the documentation. And definitely, definitely make sure there's no highlighted words in the template that are there for you to remove. Sadly, that's all we have time for on this episode of the VCDX podcast. Again, thanks to my special guest, Faisal Hassan. If you have any questions that you want me to cover in a Q&A session, please be sure to send me your questions via Twitter at SimonLung underscore. I hope you all enjoyed this episode. If you did, please be sure to subscribe and share this podcast with others who might find it useful. I'll speak to you all again soon. Stay clean. <laughs>